0: Oh my gosh, hello. Oh my gosh, hello. I miss you. This is weird to be back in uh, the I mean, it's not really the grind. It's it's the fun. <laughs> like ball oh. to the salt mines. Oh, All bump no.
1: and no grind.
0: <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I'm Compton. Oh, no we didn't. <laughs> cool. Here we go. Hi Pumpkin. Hi! It's so nice to see you again.
1: Here we are. We're still not in the same room, but we are
0: close, close in each other's hearts. <laughs> close in each other's hearts, and I think we can get some same room stuff. Well, we'll see. Uh, hospitalizations are back in the thousands to the per day. So yeah, we, I uh, <laughs> I think we're running out of fun vaccinated time. But.
1: Yeah. I I don't know where I'm at with any of this at all. Like uh, I have a couple gigs scheduled and I'm definitely gonna do them, but I'm definitely not trying anymore yeah, <laughs> to yeah. get gigs that are inside. Uh and it all just feels very weird and tentative.
0: It is, it's really strange. And yet and yet, of course. <laughs> of course! <laughs> Absa fucking Lutley, of course. Strange, but not I got surprising. my I got my blood drawn yesterday. I did such a good job. I have a giant bruise. I did such a good job. Uh. Um I got my blood drawn yesterday and I went to like, you know, just like a regular lab. I went to my quest and um while I was in there, me and a little old lady, and of course all medical environments are still like six feet apart, everybody mask up, no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And they do like the prerequisite questions and take your temperature and everything. Well, while I am sitting much more than six feet away from a little old lady, and we are quietly waiting to have our arms jabbed, this big, fucking hulk of a middle-aged shaved-head asshole comes in Without a mask, and, like, a nurse or a phlebotomist had come into the lobby and then left through a door that has a pin pad. Okay. So, like, a security door that only the employees can go in and out of because, I don't know, they're full of contagion? Right. (laughs) Right. they're full of bodily fluids <laughs> and this dude walks in and catches the door before it can close behind her and me and the old lady just like our eyes widen like saucers and we look at each other and this guy is just fucking on a rampage so I'm like uh, what time uh. is he? and he go, he's like excuse me excuse me and he's like wa- now walking in the back unmasked Wow, uh, in an area where he's clearly not allowed to be, oh in God. a way that he is clearly not allowed to be, and the uh, the old lady who was on her way out was like, "I don't think you're allowed to be. You you need to sign in first. Mm-hmm. And he go and he goes, "I just need a. I just need a." And he so he catches the door and he forces himself back there, and then he comes storming back out, and the old lady is still there in the door, and he goes, "Can I help you?" And she goes. You need to sign in first. And he goes, I just need a friggin' mask. And then he storms back out to his souped-up pickup Jeep. Oh, my God. Um, To go search for a mask. And the lady and I exchange glances. And I'm like, it's been a year and a half. Yeah. You're at a it's, doctor's office. You're at a doctor's office. It's been a year and a half. Do not... Act shocked for one of myriad reasons, but don't be a dumbass and act shocked that these are the expectations of you. No. And then certainly don't fucking behave like that. No.
1: And if he had signed in, they probably would have just given him a mask. Uh Uh-huh. I have, I have on two occasions walked out of my house without one and both places where I was going, I knew I was able to just like pick one up, but... It is weird that I that that's an even an option for me to leave my house without one by accident. Like yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that that's become so not second nature. But I would never complain about not being able to get in somewhere. My favorite is like oh my god on the bus. I've seen um, guys with their shirts just up over their faces. <laughs> Fuck you fuck you oh my god but
0: at least you're you know what i can't even say at least you're trying because you giving 0.2 percent of one shit does not equate trying and we all fucking know it and the fact that we would even call it that is atrocious Uh uh-huh
1: yeah i constantly wonder what what how different the um reception would be if if it hadn't been trump who made everybody think that it was stupid to get a vaccine
0: right although from i really have been definitely off twitter i've been off of like political and event based internet for Mm, at least the last month which is really good for me but also i i'm like not quite aware of what's going on right now sure um so like i'm losing pieces here and there but i but but when i open google it is like do you want to look at this shit show and one of <laughs> one of the things that i saw was like rnc now reconsidering killing off half of their base <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> uh and now uh, republicans being like uh, uh no uh, no masks or g- vaccines are good uh, president uh, Trump uh, got uh, the uh. shot but now the only people left are these nut jobs who were like no it's gonna put us on the moon or whatever the fuck they think i don't know it's not too far off from that <laughs> microchips yeah God. right right yeah. Uh-huh. Mhm. So, um yeah, no, you're absolutely right because it would just it would just be an it would just be a disease. It would just be the flu. The flu, well, I'm sure has been politicized in the past, but um because give us a chance to be assholes and we certainly will. <laughs> but, you know, it's no more actually political than any other right. illness.
1: I mean, I which, so- I had never gotten a flu shot until last year. Um, I guess, I don't know why. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I guess I don't consider myself a person who's exposed to stuff a whole bunch. Like uh, I would I'm if I same. was a teacher or something like that.
0: Yes, for sure. I I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot, and it's not because I'm anti-vaccine. It's because I felt like they were only really pushing it for people who were like out in the world and right. and, and in at-risk and positions. Older people, yeah. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm 30 years old, and I never see the light of day, so I'm I'm not going to catch the flu from anyone, and I'm not going right. to give anyone the flu. I mean, I absolutely would get the flu shot moving forward, mm-hmm. especially given the like the way that we've come to consider uh, accountability and like actually protecting and taking care of other people, and right. not just like oh." I'm around a bunch of snotty-nosed children all day, so mm-hmm. therefore,
1: yeah. Ooh, speaking of which, did we ever talk about how uh, Don and I went up to the American Dream Mall?
0: No. <laughs> oh god. No. Yep. No. Uh, did you go to the water park?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, an indoor water park is so very appealing to me for a million reasons. Ah, one of which, number is one, being sunburn. It's sunburn. Yes, number one is sunburn. Um, uh, so for for those of you guys who don't know, the American Dream Mall is one of the. I don't know if it's the newest, biggest mall. I don't. I can't imagine that it is, but it does have a whole like Nickelodeon, I think, based theme park, and then like a DreamWorks based. Um, water park oh, and wait, they- wait!
0: can i intro this yeah uh uh-huh. can i intro this yeah. okay american dream i'm gonna spit some jersey at you at y'all, at you fuck buddies. Uh, whether you know it or not, but if you do, come on and, and join along with me. <laughs> um this this behemoth on Route 3 that's right next to Giant Stadium was supposed to be called something called Xanadu. Xanadu. And they decided they were going to make this thing called Xanadu in like, I don't know, yeah, 2010. I been a forget long the time. actual year. It's been a Ooh, long time. It might it. be a little older.
1: Yeah, I want to say 2008, but we'll find out.
0: Yeah, that might be right. It's been a very long time. And so they built this thing that looks like a fucking laundry chute with many different colors on it, most of them being blue and orange.
1: Yeah it looks and like the um the uh, aerial view of like a container ship
0: warehouse.
1: Do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Or oh, like a storage yes. area? Yeah,
0: yeah, when you can see all the individually colored um trailers, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right with like 2008 because it's been um, it's been forever. Mm -hmm. It's been actually forever, and so they started creating this thing called Xanadu at a place on Route Three that's already a shit show because it's giant stadium and I think like a racetrack and the state fair and Uh yeah the whole Meadowlands complex where at the at that Uh, point the Nets were playing.
1: Yeah, Um, the Izod eyes
0: on for sure so then they're like let's build a giant laundry chute and call it xanadu and what they what they had planned for it to be was like indoor skiing like x games that you could do on your own and then they were like and let's make it a mall and then the state of new jersey was like this is insane and then it just sat there it sat there until like 2020 when while we were all paying attention to like death and pestilence they were like we made this a real mall and now it's the american dream you're welcome so yeah i know nothing about it now except that it's open to the public after yes. literally languishing for 10 15 years yeah so what's it like now so, uh, okay, well, as far as stores go, it is a particular
1: interest to you and me because there is a really nice Torrid there. I mean, it's not huge, but there's the Torrid, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Primark, which I uh, – it has um, – how to explain Primark? It is very inexpensive stuff, but it is fairly well-made, and it's almost its own little department store. Like, there's clothes – but then there's home goods and beauty stuff. And it has sort of an Ikea esque feel to it, but maybe like a little Uniqlo feel to it. So um, cooler than Ikea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more slick. Hipper. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, and somehow like some Disney licensed stuff, um, but very inexpensive. Like they're like old Navy prices, but more interesting clothes. Yeah. Um, and what else? Uh, I think there was actually a Williams-Sonoma. There were, there were tons of uh, places that I had never seen the names of. But as far as attractions go, <laughs> there are, and we did none of this because we got there in the middle of the day on a very rainy, rainy, rainy day. Like we walked in and immediately downpour. So people started bringing their families there because it was going to rain all day.
0: No, there's
1: two mini golf courses. One is an Angry Birds theme. One is an Ugh. uh, <laughs> one is a um, black light theme, which I'm very interested. in. Is that in. proof that this stalled out ten years ago? I'm sure it is.
0: <laughs> Angry Birds.
1: Uh, yeah, Game I Lord. don't know. Didn't they just make a movie of it though? I don't know. Uh, I have, yeah, I don't know what did. the kids today like. Um, I really. There them. is an indoor ski uh slope. Like, and we, you can go and watch. Like, there's a window that you can go watch through. My mind was blown. There's a whole aquarium in there. There's an ice skating rink. And it, it. An aquarium with sharks? I think so, yeah. Shit. Yeah, I know. So,
0: (laughs) Jen's like, maybe I want to go here. Um, I, I mean, you're saying a lot of buzzwords for me. And it's basically like a nine-year-old boy's birthday party. (laughs) Sharks. (laughs) Yep. SpongeBob.
1: yep exactly <laughs> exactly uh I will say that both the theme park and the water park look like super fun but they're both like 90 bucks each to get into which is a little bit ballsy for me because I think that like Disney is only 120 but Disney's also very far away um and not indoors so <laughs> I get Disney the
0: requires feel. sunburn
1: yes it does and Disney's gonna be requiring masks indoors did you see that? Even though Rhonda I Santis has said that you can't not. require masks anywhere in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows idiots. when this, by the time this finally airs, who knows how much of any of this will be valid, but... Um, True. Uh, uh, fuck
0: buddies, just so you know, the, today is July 29th. Yes. So, uh, if this is already massively outdated, apologies, of course, I might end up cutting it if it is. Anyway. Things but are too... <laughs> things are too fast and furious. Um,
1: anyway, we had a... Absolutely fine time. Um, fine! <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. We had a we had a pleasant mall experience. We were able to park in an indoor situation, so, like, there was no running to the car in the rain.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we
1: had delicious Wendy's burgers. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Like, it was fine. It was fine. What
0: would the conditions have to be in order for you to feel comfortable going, uh... In the water park. Um, I would venture to say like
1: a Tuesday morning. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, i i could be I could be tempted. Um, I think that it would be easier with the <sighs> children are the ones who have who are getting sick right now. <laughs> I don't want I right. don't want to be around kids so. Maybe no. maybe a Tuesday morning in September when everybody's gone back to school. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be around children. I never do anyway, but like I specifically don't right now.
0: Yeah, but especially not now, for sure. Oh. Disease ridden. I really do wonder how long it's going to be until, you know, until things are like, well, back to your caves. Yeah. I don't know i'm trying
1: to i'm trying to be cautious I'm trying yeah. to take take good care but um it does seem not great. That's all I, I had to say about it was a mall it was a mall it was a nice mall experience. I didn't feel like I wanted to kill anybody.
0: <laughs> That's already significant I this past weekend went to point Pleasant oh yay How i did i've that? gone to, I've gone down the shore twice this summer. I went while we were on Vacacion down to Ocean Grove and Asbury Park. Yes. um, Which was, uh, you know, well, I went when things still felt like, uh, you know, quote unquote, very safe, um, comparatively. And I went to Point Pleasant the other day, and we were kind of leaning towards like, "Eh, maybe masks would be good, but with the ocean air whipping around everywhere, it is easier, I think, to feel like, oh, this is, I'm probably okay. I still Although, feel, I still feel fine outside
1: as long as I'm not in a line with people. Yeah. Like, if people aren't on top of me, if it's not like a concert squish kind of situation, I'm fine outside.
0: Yeah. Um, I went to Point Pleasant, played mini golf. yeah um, Ate a bunch of shore food, Yay. and I saw the um I saw the wave swinger. So the wave swinger, y'all, is the is the thing that looks like a carousel full of swings, and then the chute on the inside lifts and sort of makes you do like up and down waves flying around in the air I on those. your swings. It's a beautiful ride. It's not too scary. It is, I mean, it's higher up than you'd want to fall. You'd want to fall from, sure. but it's um, but it's a beautiful, wonderful ride and was always one of my favorites. And I saw the wave swinger and I was like, oh, I want to go to the amusement park. Oh, and so we went to the amusement park and we got and we got um, we got wristbands loaded yeah. up with uh tokens, which I never I haven't gone on amusement park rides really since I was like 19 because I started to. Get dizzy and get mm. headaches and, and get nauseous on them the way that, like, m- you know, movies tell you to. Because I had never <laughs> felt that before. I could go on the same roller coaster seven times in a row and be totally fine. Wow. Uh-huh. And something just changed in my body yeah. when I turned 19. Yep. Yep. But I was like, I want to go to amusement park, and I'm cool if I get sick. And uh, <laughs> lol, the first thing I did was go on the tilt-a-whirl. Oh no! And let me tell you, I mean, I did not. Nothing happened that would oh. um, that would require a sticker warning for you. Nothing. Okay. But but I was like, oh <laughs> fuck, I am full of funnel cake oh. and Core's soft serve. Yeah, and- I love
1: Core Brothers. <sighs> so good. Uh-huh. So
0: good. And, uh, and saltwater taffy. <laughs>
1: I do not and like then, saltwater
0: taffy. <laughs> oh, I fucking love saltwater taffy. Wow. I just, I want the flavors I like.
1: <laughs> I, I will like, I like one piece like every five years, and then I eat a second piece, and I'm like, nope. <laughs>
0: people it's literally feel... every time. Nope. People feel very radically one way or the other about it. I'm not it. mad at people who
1: like it, I just don't get it at all.
0: Uh, I love saltwater taffy. I I put together almost two pounds of my favorite flavors and was like, These are great. Thank you, Jenkinsons. Good, good. Um, so I went on the tilt a whirl, got very sick, was doing okay and like getting just moderate swing around mm-hmm. until one time I picked up so much momentum that it was I thought I thought we were going to fly off into the sea. No. (laughs) 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 Which was both fun and horrible. No. Um, And then I was like, let's go on the fucking Himalaya. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. Is that the one that goes around and up and down? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Terrible. So I didn't
0: go on anything that put you in the air because my fear of heights could not, would not handle it um, at this point in my life. Uh the only way I kept my fear of heights in check as a child was constantly going on roller coasters and so just like exposure therapy oh, over and over and interesting over. okay so I was much better with heights as a child even though my inclination was like oh fuck and now I'm so bad with heights that like mm, that I can't go on your roof yeah <laughs> The, or more, more accurately, that I can't go up the tiny little uh, open staircase that leads to your roof <laughs> yeah. uh, that hangs off the side of the building. Um, that's the more accurate
1: assessment. That's making it sound in, a little more Indiana Jones than it is.
0: <laughs> I am. Although if there were, basically, if there were like an indoor staircase that opened up and went sure, out there, I, be I get it. fine with being on a roof, I get um, it. just not near the edge of the roof. Sure. But yeah, so uh, I didn't go on anything high up because I was like, "Ooh, I might freak out on the wave swinger, and I don't want to do that." Um, Right. So I didn't. But then, um, but yeah, I got really dizzy and really nauseous, and then um, and uh, and had a really beautiful night at the shore. And why did I bring that up? Oh, because I did gross things in a giant amusement park full of people. And that was sort of where I was like, oh, there are a lot of children here. Everyone's screaming. Yes, the ocean air is for sure keeping things, like, moving. So you're not going to be <laughs> exposed, exposed right. to something for 15 minutes straight. Right. But I was like. As opposed like, to <gasps> in an indoor water park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where everyone's now,
1: breath vaporized. Just, yeah, everyone's breath rises to the top and then just drips back on your head.
0: oh god yeah yeah if it's not in your lungs it's the it's the condensation on your glasses
1: (laughs) who wears glasses to a water park you're a weirdo
0: do do you not (laughs) i imagine you in glasses all the time
1: oh that's funny that's because you only see me when i'm inside i i wear glasses inside because my poor eyes are so dried out from wearing contacts every time i leave the house
0: (laughs) my eyeballs your eyeballs i want to go to a water park so badly one of the things that we had planned for last summer was for gabby to come out and go to action park with me and our friend erica and of course that was that was uh flummoxed And she's not vaccinated, not for weird, creepy reasons, but because she still has antibodies, so she keeps donating plasma. I love that. Yeah, she's a fucking badass. And so she's like, I'm not going to get my vaccine until there's no trace of it in my body, and I can't save people's goddamn lives. That's amazing. So, I know, right?
1: I was really bitter that my antibodies ran out so fast, quite frankly.
0: I feel like they stuck around for a good six months, though, I right? I know people
1: who were sick when I was sick, and they still have antibodies.
0: Wow. You know what? That
1: probably doesn't bode well, though, does it? I think I think that we don't know enough about anything, but I, I get what you're saying. It sounds like maybe they caught it again.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We are not scientists. <laughs> We speculate everything. We know nothing. We just know that this that the last year and a half has been um, wild and strange. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like the I, and the only thing that's really irritating me is that I'm watching I'm watching people's places of employment be like, "All right, back to work," and I'm like, "Bitch." Hold on a minute. Yeah. Can you acknowledge anything that people have gone through and like their paranoia and their well-trained anxiety and the people that they've lost and the things that they've lost over the last year and maybe just have like 2 ounces of empathy for people who don't want to pretend the last right. 18 months hasn't happened? Mm-hmm. That just it that particular thing feels so callous. Um yeah. and I and I get I get very angry about that. Yep, I understand. Um, but otherwise, I am having a good time feeling a little safer in the world, at least temporarily. And I'm, yeah. I'm wildly aware that it's, that I, I really truly do think it's temporary, but um, I've let myself go to stores and I've had a couple occasions where it's like, oh, I don't have my mask. Oh, that's weird. Um, and it's, I, I guess, N- nice to have the privilege to forget it. Yeah, yeah. And not be, you know, crushed by fear all the time. Sure. But, um, but, you know, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to be more mindful now, especially because I, I feel, uh, I feel the tides turning. Yeah. Oh, actually, it has been, it has been talked about astrologically, so Saturn, Saturn, Jupiter, Jupiter. Jupiter was in Aquarius until April or May, at which point it went into Pisces. Once the vaccine was like really being disseminated and people were like you can be in the world again, and Jupiter is as of yesterday back in Aquarius and I've seen astrologers being like it's it, it it's no shock whatsoever that this position of Jupiter uh, lines up with this amount of care or uh, isolation or freedom or healing, like however you see it. And apparently by the end of the year, by the end post-holidays, it'll go back into Pisces. But while it's in Aquarius, like we are probably looking at um, the same kind of COVID restrictions and response that we were experiencing uh last winter
1: mm. Mm. well this is kind of a good segue into what we wanted to talk about it today is
0: we actually because. needed to bum you out <laughs> uh-huh. um
1: because i just came back from my husband's sister's wedding in orlando florida um And it's obviously the first wedding. Well, no, I mean, not obviously, but because people have done Zoom weddings and things like that. Um, But it's the first. Weird. First wedding that I have been to since the before. And and actually for a good couple of years. And definitely the first time we've been on a a plane since we went to go see Don's mom in Christmas of 2018. Shit. Is that right? Oh, wow. Really? No, wait. Because 2019. 29. Wait. 20- 2019 was normal 2019 2019 not 2018 oh. so um yeah so the Christmas before the apocalypse um it was great it was wonderful it was wonderful to see her it was wonderful to see Claire get married um and I was asking Jen if she wanted to talk about like all weddings and funerals that we have experienced in our lives um it is I, I, I joke <laughs> But it's not a joke. Uh, So a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time when all your friends are getting married, a time when all your friends are having babies, a time when the time that all of your friends who got married first are getting divorced. Like, things happen in waves in your life, just like... A time
0: to cast away stones.
1: So unfortunately right now, Don and I are in a situation where, like... So our cat is 16, and she's still hanging on, but... People who are in our age cohort who adopted cats and and dogs right around the time that we did, we are in pet dying time.
0: (laughs) Every time,
1: every time, for like the last two years, every time I open up Facebook, um, somebody else is saying goodbye to a pet. And it's, you know, it's mostly animals who have lived a wonderful, full life under the care of beautiful, tender hearted people. So it is only sad in the way that a chapter is over and not a terrible tragedy, but. Boy, I miss, I miss as much as I used to bitch about baby showers. I miss weddings and baby showers. <laughs> yeah, those times because I love a motherfucking wedding. I love a wedding. I love weddings.
0: Thought I, I, I enjoy weddings very much. I. You know, I see a lot of people go through the waves of, like, now we're all getting engaged. Now we're all getting married. Now we're all having babies. And I never had a cohort that fell into that groove. Mm. I had a few friends. Now, I started dating Andrew around the same time that a number of couples got together. And Mm -hmm. so, like, the the beginning of that coupledom was was together. But then... A whole bunch of friends got married really early. So I remember going to weddings at like 23, 24, 25 and being like, uh, no. (laughs) Um, And those friends are still together. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. In fact, the two that I'm thinking of in particular, both got married so, so young. But, you know, just like, like peanut butter and jelly. Sure. And, uh... And so I went to a lot of weddings long before I got married. And then only, and then like none at all around when I got married. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, a couple after. I really, I haven't been to a ton of weddings because, yeah, it's just weird. And like, I also didn't have a whole thrush of people having babies together like I had my first real friend baby born in quarantine wow my beloved friend Tammy who I've known since we were in high school had her son last May and that's it like acquaintances who've had babies um but like someone but like someone that I've known for a long 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 time and someone whose child would like I would feel um like pride over yeah, or something sure. you know um that that was my first like friend baby and like I have friends from college who've had kids but mm, it it just it, it feels different yeah so uh yeah, I but like Gabby, uh by contrast, all of Gabby's friends uh in LA no less, ha- got married around the same time and had ba- like she went through a year where like eight friend babies were born and all <laughs> she was doing was knitting them adorable things over oh and God. over and over and making like care packages for her friends. And I'm like that is a lot of responsibility, but I also kind of wish I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. to to do that. I don't I don't know people who are having babies. Right. I just don't. Yeah. And I don't know people who are getting married. Like by the time I met them they were already married or they have never oh. been or whatever. I yeah, I do like a wedding though. Yeah. I would love to see more I would love to see and celebrate more life milestones for people that I love. Sure. That's really like like you and I constantly have to remind ourselves that we were not present for each other's weddings. I know,
1: I know, it's so funny.
0: I think you and Don were married before I met you. Yeah. And uh, and like I
1: will. Oh nine, oh eight, oh seven is our very clever date.
0: My dog is sneezing. No, I leave that in because he's great. Um. (laughs) Uh, And, like, I wasn't at Kay and Packy's wedding either because Kay and I had sort of, like, just met and were just befriending each other. The same way that you and I started to get, like, close by the time I had already invited everyone who had to be at my wedding to my wedding. So, uh, yeah. uh, I want to celebrate more people I love. I just am not – I'm not – you can sneeze, but you can't wiggle. (laughs)
1: Are wiggle you wiggle, done? wiggle 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 he's wiggle, a good
0: wiggle. wiggly baby um I, I i yeah i'm just not present for them like mm-hmm. like those pieces of life have already popped into place or have not popped into place yet but i have i have witnessed not nearly as many of them as i'd like to is the yeah. is the meat and potatoes of that. Uh, mm, potatoes uh, i want to go back <laughs> and
1: just um what you were talking about people getting married young because that was, uh, I grew up in Virginia and a lot of my friends got married and had kids really, really, really early. Um, and I don't have any, I, I think that everyone should do the thing that feels right at the time, because as long as you, as long as you recognize that you can always get out of it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It does yeah, bum yeah. me
1: out. It does bum me out when people are like, well, this didn't work out, but I guess I'm stuck here forever, um, which I do think some people subscribe to. But um, in in a case of people who got married young and are still together and are fabulous and also have kids, um, Liza Poor and Mike Palacic, who uh, do many amazing things, but one of them is they have a, a really, really cute podcast called DVD Deathmatch. Um, oh yeah, I talked about it before, but they ha- they started off with like I want to say like eighteen hundred DVDs, maybe it was more like fifteen hundred, but over a thousand DVDs, and so they let Siri pick two randomly out of their list every week. They watch them and then they get they get rid of one of them, um, but they talk about both the movies. Uh, and they they got married in their early twenties, and Mike was talking about how. Um, they had asked somebody for the, uh, on their registry, they had asked for, what What he said was things that other people who were also still kids could afford. <laughs> it was like, we were kids when we got married. Like, we wanted to put things on yeah. the registry. And our parents were like, put nicer things on the registry. And they were like, we want our friends to be able to buy us gifts.
0: For so, fucking sure, so yes. So they put,
1: they put the, um, the uh, Indiana Jones box set on their, <laughs> their registry.
0: Oh, I love that. And in the
1: most recent episode, they talk about the one with the holy grail. I forget what it's called. The one with Sean Connery in it.
0: Oh, um Raiders Last Crusade? Temple of Doom, Last Crusade. Yep. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> Which and that episode is very very funny. Um but yeah, they I mean, I think even they I've heard them marvel about how, you know, they had this wild fun drunk pool party of a wedding and here they are today, like, both super successful, loving people with two of the cutest, smartest kids I've ever seen in my whole life, so.
0: How like, old were they when they got married? Like, uh, 21?
1: They were in their, th- it was, I was after college, but very shortly after. Yeah. So then they were both yeah. pretty young.
0: Yeah. I have two friend couples who, uh, who got married, like, who seemingly right after college it was within a couple of years but like two years and uh which just seems impossibly young but both of the guys are best friends and they've just both been with their partners forever i adore all four of them and they all four live like in deep deep south jersey not even shore south but like left side of jersey south (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there may be
1: no central Jersey, but there's definitely a left Jersey. There for sure is
0: left Jersey. I'm from it. I, I know it's Come at me, bro. There. I'll fight you. <laughs> I love that.
1: I love uh. that. That's really
0: sweet. Yeah, I remember. I remember feeling that way for our wedding. Like, don't put don't put things on the registry that are really intensely expensive like all of our friends are single and poor yeah
1: (laughs) there's always somebody like we had a relative who gave us a surprising amount of money who were just they were just lovely people who we'd met a couple times and had money So occasionally, occasionally that happens, but I like to give either money or for our wedding, we did, um, you could buy us experiences for the honeymoon and Don, so impressively that was back when you, you were supposed to like go through a website and then they took a cut, which I think is what honey fund, I think is what it is. He modeled it after he set it up all on a website for us with PayPal links. So like there were no, there was no charge, um and we had already picked out specifically we went on a, a fabulous cruise for our honeymoon <laughs> we left the day after the wedding which was a terrible idea but it was the only oh. day that this cruise was coming out was going out yeah. and it was leaving out of new york i think yes no wait can that be no maybe be i'm alone. so full of lies no <laughs> we had to get we got on a plane and then we went to amsterdam i'm such an asshole <laughs> You oh can't, right,
0: that you cruise. Can't cruise yeah. where
1: we cruise to. I have been on cruises. On it. <laughs> oh my god, Lillian, calm down. Um, <laughs> we we promised uh, my mom and one of her friends to have brunch with her the day after the wedding. Then we ran home, changed the sheets so that Don's cousin could stay with our cats, and like literally jumped in a car to go to the airport. To then be oh, on a plane to Amsterdam, which was very long and uncomfortable and sleepy, um, <sighs> and then we were not seeing anyway. Anyway, where was this going? Um,
0: your honeymoon was one day after your oh, wedding. Honey funds.
1: Okay, so we had already picked out the things that we wanted to do for excursions for the cruise. So, like, I think it's super fun to say to people, "You bought us a camel ride, right? In Morocco. Yeah, like we wanted to do a camel ride in Morocco." You bought us a camel ride. Here's a picture of us on the camel. Like little so things rad. like that I think are really cute. But in general, we will either give liquor or money.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, fun story about my wedding. Um, I <laughs> we could not go on our honeymoon right away, which is probably a, probably a blessing. But what happened was my cousin was getting married six days after us. And uh, oh. something that she asked for because the venue that she and her husband wanted uh, was only open on that day. And she oh. was like, Jen, I know you're getting married on this day. Can I please get married on the oh, f- six that's days that's later? So and I was like, yes.
1: <laughs> yes. People whatever. do are Like,
0: we'll see each other twice in a week. real weird about that stuff. They do. I was the – I was the – I could not have been further away from that banana stereotype but um I was like no please and whatever I'll get to see you twice in a week like right. double the celebration and so we couldn't leave until and I think her wedding was on Memorial Day weekend so we couldn't leave until after the 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 the, the dust had had settled sure. on that so we went on our honeymoon like uh 10 12 days after we got married and the thing that we decided to do the day after when we when we got up the morning after the wedding, we decided on a whim to just go up to Mohonk Mountain House. Oh, it's so pretty. So pretty. It, the whole thing smells like camp. It makes me so happy. <sighs> and we decided to do that very impulsively um right after the so we woke up in the hotel and we put all of the wedding stuff in the car and we drove up to Newport and we stayed for like probably two nights uh-huh. and then we drove back down to Jersey and as we were unpacking the car i was like what smell weird this oh no. this this unpleasant the same way I had ordered such a good cake, Lillian. I had ordered this beautiful sweet cream and berries cake. That was our wedding cake. Mm-hmm, and, of course, mm-hmm. I had a mouthful and no more, and I was so excited for this fucking cake. Oh, no. And Andrew probably ate more than I did, but uh, I had, like, a bite because that adage of, like, you you don't you can't possibly eat on your wedding No, is very uh-uh. true. You just get you, – you get – Yanked everywhere. So (laughs) I was really excited. They were like, don't worry, we're sending you home with the full cake and you can eat it or you can freeze it and eat it in a year or whatever. Or you can leave it in your car. (laughs) Or you can leave it in your hot, sunny car in a parking lot for 48 to 72 hours yeah. in late May. <laughs> and then when you get back home, wonder why your whole car smells like old cream cheese. And wow. then open up that cake to find rancid sweet cream and berries oh. and cry because you can't eat that beautiful, very expensive cake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <gasps> uh, I get it. I've
1: done things like that a million I mean, times.
0: I, countless, countless. But I was so excited for that cake I because I rallied for it. I ra- you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, get a chocolate, get a vanilla, get a whatever. And I was like, no, sweet cream and berries. That's it. That's where it's at.
1: So ours was supposed to be, um, and I can't even complain because uh, a, a previous roommate's Uncle, who was a French patissier, patisserie, patissier,
0: Pâtiss- right? Patissier, probably. There you
1: go. <laughs> um, uh, who had his own shop on uh, in Hell's Kitchen, he made our cake at a bargain, but it was supposed to be. We went and did a tasting. It was supposed to be like there was no fondant, it was just like a really nice thick buttercream um, icing, and then it was. Vanilla cake with vanilla pudding and fresh sliced strawberries. Uh, Maybe there was a, like a layer of raspberry something in there something like a gel. Um, yeah. And I think that you can see me. If you can't see me in the video, you can hear it in my eyes. Um, I cut into the cake and it was chocolate and everybody loved it. But I was like, this is not the cake I ordered. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, the cake is chocolate. Okay. Fine. No. But... Um, it was fine. It was delicious. Everything worked out fine. It was fine. Um, I don't know how that happened, but he was a lovely <laughs> dude and did, he did a great job. Um, and we actually did keep our piece and froze it. And I gotta say, it was, it was definitely like a year old frozen cake, but I liked it like that. Like, I was like, maybe I should freeze cake for a year all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> This is my new thing. <laughs> I like I like weirdly stale cake. I'm down. <laughs> it was not freezer burned though. That's important. Now I want cake. Sure.
0: Yeah. Did you have any kind of Now toppers? I want pudding cake. Yay! Do I, I get you toppers do. like like figures? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No. Espe- no, and I'll but I'll tell you why and I'll I'm tell- sure you will agree with me because well, maybe not now, but definitely in 2010 and 11, every single topper was thin. Yes, they were, which is
1: why I made ours and I yeah, actually you have did. it.
0: Yours are out of Sculpey, aren't they? Right here. They're so cute. <laughs> they legit look like you and Don. I love it. Oh, now, my mine fuck. Mine is so a,
1: a, a little on the skinny side. But her boobs are big, which is what's important. And Don's, I made <laughs> Don's, I made so tall because he is so tall that he's actually like listing to the side. I mean, he's definitely like, a like tree. Yes, he's leaning on me for sure. But the pro- and then our cats are at the bottom. Um, Griffin fell off, but he's still here. Um, when when I came, finally got to the wedding reception. Uh, I saw the cake topper. And I clocked, I saw someone who worked at the venue, see the cake topper, and it did look like it was falling over. It did look like it was falling over. So I went up to the person and I said, hey, I see what you're seeing. I see what you're seeing. And I see that you're worried. I made that and I know what's happening and it's not going to fall over. It's very stable. (laughs) It's just, it's just, he's leaning. And I came back like 10 minutes later and someone had fucking taken it off the cake and I don't know if it was someone who worked there or if it was one of my helpful friends, but
0: oh, I no. kept
1: the whole the whole then for me. Like the next half hour was me like guarding the cake. <laughs> That's so crazy. It was so annoying and somebody else tried to take it off and I was like stop it. Stop it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it all worked out. Again, it all worked out fine.
0: Oh my, my god. My
1: my biggest oh. issue is when people are trying to help, but they don't really understand what's happening.
0: Oh no! Just right, in life, right? Where I'm like, right. I
1: understand. I can't even be mad at you because I see that you're being nice and trying to help, but like you don't understand. Please go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it.
0: <laughs> oh God, um, uh, that's that's amazing that you had to guard dog your cake. Oh my God. big Capricorn energy. Yes,
1: <laughs> I need to dust these guys um i did Uh, not have
0: cake toppers um i definitely would have thought to make them out of sculpey adorably but i (laughs) did not and um and so i believe my cake was just it was ringed in blue blue was our wedding color and um i think there were like climbing fondant floral vines all over it yeah it was a late it was a late spring wedding, so everything was, you know, uh very like bright and like Cinderella had a bunch of birds and flowers being delivered or whatever. Cute.
1: Yeah, It's
0: cute.
1: Um my bridesmaids dresses
0: were red and
1: um my bouquet was sunflowers and those little red berries. Uh and I wanna say Oh, by the way, also, I, I don't even know if they still do this, but we had Whole Foods do all of our bouquets and boutonnieres, and they were so cheap. They were so inexpensive. Like, I want to go get a bouquet made right now, like, just because, just because. I'm sure nothing is cheap anymore, but um, uh, uh, they had to switch to, like, a yellow calla lily or something for the guys' boutonnieres, but it was fine. Like, whatever happened. I, I was like it's as bargain basement prices as long as you're not giving me carnations I do not care
0: <laughs> oh god <laughs> I went uh, I went a bit rogue and I chose three bold colors as my flower colors I chose like a bright blue bright red and bright purple and Ooh. actually it was quite lovely like the flowers were... Spot on. But I feel like everybody was supposed to just, like, pick two complementary colors. And I was like, no, these three.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Claire had a whole color palette. It was beautiful. It had, like, some blue and some, like, some purple. And I want to say, but, like like a like a deep blue but also like a cornflower blue with maybe mm-hmm. a little um like mossy green in there like it was and she nice. let, she was like here's the color palette and she just let her bridesmaids pick whatever they wanted out of it and it looked gorgeous
0: That sounds so lovely. Yep.
1: Oh, weddings. Yeah, I um do you remember so the, so the first lavish wedding that I went to, um, I went to weddings growing up, like my sister's wedding and things like that, but nothing was was huge and fancy until I went with Don when we had just barely been dating like m- six, maybe six months, which is, which is, I think if you're a coworker and you're like, hey, do you have a girlfriend you want to bring as a plus one and you've been there for six months, the girlfriend would probably get annoyed if she wasn't invited to the wedding. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. It's totally sensible. Um but um it was one of his coworkers who I did I didn't know anybody at the wedding except for Don. And we were sitting at a table with a bunch of Don's coworkers and um it was first of all it was a Catholic wedding which I had never been to, and those are for those of you who have never been to one of those very long. And um there's a lot of church involved and a lot of like specifically Catholic ritual stuff. So then after this very long wedding with lots of, like, kneeling and doing all the stuff. Oh, uh, We went to – it's fine. Whatever. Um, it's still pretty. Then we went to the reception. And I had never been to a reception where there was, like, the cocktail hour. This cocktail hour had, like, three carving stations. And i I mean heavy hors d'oeuvres. And I was like – this is amazing. This is the fanciest wedding I've ever been to. This is amazing. There was like a, a a string quartet playing. And like, I was like, what do you mean the booze is free? This is great. Because I was like 22, maybe twenty. Yeah. Oh,
0: absolutely. What, what wedding is like that when you're 22?
1: Uh, Don's older co-worker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. Exactly.
1: <laughs> who had been around long enough to make that kind of money, I suppose, but also like a huge Catholic family. So like people were probably helping pay for the wedding. I assume Um, there were easily 200, maybe 300 people at this wedding. There were 300 might be a stretch, but it was, it was voluminous. So I am like loaded up on roast beef and Turkey and probably three drinks in. And then they open the doors to all of the tables and there, Don's like, come on, let's go sit down. And I was like, hmm, what's happening? And then we sat down for like the fully catered dinner dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was so full and I was just like, I want to be polite, but I'm, I made a mistake.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway. Much, I felt very silly. It was also the first time I ever saw a wedding band instead of a DJ. Oh, Um, I love that shit. Yeah, the dad got up and sang Danny Boy. Amazing. (laughs) Everybody was crying. It was very cute. Oh, was that the wedding? I think Hmm. we definitely left a wedding one time, and there were people fucking between two parked cars, and it was hilarious.
0: Between on the ground? Uh Uh-huh. Standing.
1: No, no. Standing, on like, sorry, the lying, lying on the ground, yeah, yeah in between two parked oh, cars. Wow, yeah, that's commitment to to something deeply unsatisfying. I'd, I mean, it's possible that they. I can imagine a world in which they started standing, and then she was like, "This isn't working." I don't know. <laughs> Again, much speculation here on the podcast. A lot
0: of speculation.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but we've been to. I've been to like um, Indian weddings. We've we've been to all kinds of different things. I've been to ones where people gave out little, um, like, little uh, favors and stuff. I've gotten the Jordan almonds. Um, Ooh, have you ever been to a wedding with, like, a mashed potato station? No. (laughs) No. We went, we went to one of Don's friends in Florida, who's the kid's mom was a wedding planner. So she literally incorporated everything that was on trend at the time. So there was, it was the first time I'd seen a photo booth at a wedding. Um, I think like, so I think there probably was limbo. Uh, there was a mashed potato station. There was like um, a carving station. Obviously there was like a ice, oh, the candy, the candy bar was a big thing around this period of time where you would put take the wedding colors and just put out beautiful glass jars of like a million different kinds of candy and put scoops out so people could like go pick their own mix of candy. Insane. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was the first wedding I saw with a themed cocktail. Whoa! She, it was really, it was an everything bagel wedding. <laughs> <Ha>! <laughs>
0: That's incredible. Um...
1: I, I. think we can uh, get away with just talking about weddings and not funerals, by the way. This <laughs> is true. Oh, we're like this is true. Minutes into recording. Oh, that's so pretty fun. Because let's keep it on and up.
0: Yeah, we did. We did give you guys a heads up that we were gonna be like, oh, wah, wah, but yeah, there's plenty to talk about with weddings for sure. Um, I have been to several really fancy weddings um, where. Uh, at least two Catholic weddings where people threw in a fuck ton of money. I've also missed really important weddings in my life. Oh, nice. I missed my cousin's wedding because I was screen testing for Chrissy Metz's role in This Is Us. Uh-huh. Um, My cousin was getting married that weekend in New Orleans, and they needed to fly me out to L.A. stat, and I was like, I was trying to arrange to like, can I fly to New Orleans and then fly to L.A.? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay. So I went to L.A., (laughs) and they put me up in my fucking... Kush hotel while Andrew basically facetimed me the wedding oh. as it happened um, missed that wedding missed uh, Miss James Michael and Ellen's wedding because oh. of that crazy fucking quack of a doctor who told me oh that it was God. like my funeral if I decided to try and go outside oh. while I had bronchitis because um, I was seeing someone and had no idea how to see someone in network and I don't think I was insured at the time
1: oh right right you were like who Who doesn't take insurance that's who right, i
0: right right as opposed to who will take me uninsured which was the appropriate question to ask
1: <laughs> But that I know we now know? we didn't
0: know Right, as opposed to who doesn't take insurance oh this man in a really questionable house in like Cliffside Park got it <laughs> Oh, my heart. Yeah. So I missed James Michael and Ellen's wedding. Did not want to miss that one. Um, A handful of weddings for, you know, people like you don't know anymore. Um, That's the weird fucking thing with weddings. It's such a snapshot of where your life is like at that moment. for sure. Not just with people who are still with you and who have passed away, which for sure is is always very uh, like a – a, a bittersweet marker of weddings. Right. But also, like, people who are not in your life. like, yep. um, I won't say all the friends that were invited to my wedding are no longer my friends anymore, but I will say the great majority of them are not. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, you went through a real... Uh, I sure did. Guard. I sure did. There are at least... There were at least three, no, four, five, five people who I kept very, very close to me at that point in time and uh, who were at my wedding who are uh, essentially dead to me. <laughs> oh, I just realized I made a, a mistake.
1: Um, not a mistake mistake, but kind of a mistake. Uh, at Claire's wedding, I think that I introduced her as having been a flower girl at... Our wedding. She was a bridesmaid. <laughs> my niece was a flower girl. Wow, it's fine. It was the end of the wedding. We were, we had had some drinks. Um, I've also not
0: gone through being put through my paces with being a bridesmaid. Like I've, I, I can't relate. Oh, to I people who are bridesmaids I for. I, I think I was a bridesmaid twice. Me too. Me too. One for my friend. My one for my friend's second wedding. Um, and the other one for my sister-in-law's second wedding. Oh, I witnessed my friend Kelly's wedding at the,
1: uh, courthouse. That was really fun. And I was her bridesmaid.
0: Aww.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was really fun. I, I don't know. I feel like elope, eloping, I understand why people get upset when people who they love don't invite them to the wedding, but... Weddings are such a personal thing, mm. and and like a party is a party, and that's fine. But I I really think that it's up to the couple uh, to do whatever the hell they want. Um, this is a long story. Kelly didn't like elope elope, but I, I if you I think I love the idea of a courthouse wedding. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> this was this was so amazing. Um, We had to go sit. uh, We had to go sit in court and wait for some things to actually like happen that were court things, including this lady who had been called up. This was in Hoboken. She called been called in for disturbing the peace. And this lady wore blue cow pajama pants with a matching blue cow scrunchie. And I was like, oh, she, maybe she was like, what looks peaceful? What about pajamas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, and have you ever caught the bouquet? Oh, no, I've never tried.
1: That was never yeah, my no, scene.
0: Yeah, Like, um, the last
1: thing I want to do when I'm, well, I probably wouldn't have been trying when I was younger, but, like, I, it felt like such a, um... Obnoxious display of aggressive, uh, stereotypical oh. femininity. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, yeah. I was like this. Not not to shit not to shit on people who like those kinds of. I've seen people get hurt
0: <laughs> trying yeah. to catch the bouquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever witnessed at a wedding? Like whether whether it was a, a strangely. A strangely hired staff member, or like something strange that, like, or like a weird speech, or something weird that the family did, or like a tradition that was supposed to be romantic. I forgot
1: about this. Yeah. I, this was one of the first weddings that I went to, and it was someone who was tangentially involved in my Girl Scout troop, but she was older. So she, I mean, she wasn't in the troops, but so maybe she was like a student leader. That wasn't a thing. Um, She was someone who I did not know very well. First of all, we were definitely young teenagers and it was my, my, (laughs) my leader at the time's idea to throw her a lingerie shower. I don't know if you have ever been in your twenties and had a bunch of 13 year olds pick out underwear for you, but that was a very bad idea. (laughs) Oh no.
0: What oh, a shockingly
1: what? dumb and weird thing to do.
0: That's so strange. Yes.
1: It was. And I remember that was the first time I had heard the term tap pants. Are you aware of this version of lingerie? They're like they're like blousey shorts that used to be something that you would get with um like a like little a camisole. Like a little camisole, yeah. Yeah. And I remember looking at it, because that's what we mom bought i didn't pick it out i didn't know how what the fuck business did i have trying to pick out lingerie at 12 or 13 (laughs) if i had if i had had my druthers she would have definitely gotten like the weirdest sluttiest fredericks of hollywood like piece of string
0: (laughs) oh god yeah of course (laughs) Can you please Ew. go back in time as Lillian yeah, and donate? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Somebody gave her, like, a weird, like, f- like a feather tickler thing. I just remember the whole thing was so uncomfortable. And then at the wedding, um, one group of people tied cans to this woman's car. And the other one, I was enlisted to help blow up condoms to put all over the car. And bitch, when I tell you they were lubricated. Oh, no. So it was the first <laughs> time it no. ever, like, held a condom in my hands. You are not supposed to. If, no. That's gross. So I think I blew up, too. And I was like, this is wrong <laughs> and nasty. And I'm going to go back inside.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> so gross. Although, I will say, at that wedding, there was both a champagne fountain and a chocolate fountain. That's and Those solid. two things were very impressive to me.
0: Yeah, those are those are both
1: excellent. Got champagne it. fountains are a terrible idea because the champagne is flat by the time it
0: gets. Oh, into sure. Your, unless, but you like flat things, so maybe you would like that. I know. I was thinking that would be right up my alley. The bubbles are <laughs> not but that's exactly.
1: The, that's the weird thing that pops out at me. What about you?
0: Um, the weird, okay, well, I'll start with the, I think the first wedding I ever went to, which is when I was 10. So my parents, knew, no, do, used to live next to this really brassy, amazing woman who was like a VA nurse and she took no shit and she was dry and acerbic and incredible. She was their neighbor, and she was already divorced when they met her. So they knew her as a single woman with kids who just, like, fucking uh, uh, sat crooked and talked straight. Yay. Um, And then she met this absolute piece of shit human being who I don't say he ruined her life. No, no, no. No. For some reason, she likes him. And oh, when I was 10 years old, she married him. And it was the weirdest thing. They are still together. <laughs> he is intolerable. <laughs> he is absolutely intolerable and has made being around this rather badass woman, who whom I always really liked, the worst. That sucks. And I remember thinking that at the wedding, like, I don't like this. This is... No, I don't like him. Even as a kid, you were like, boo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So that was like my first wedding experience that I could remember. And I don't think... I don't think there was an occasion for me to go to another wedding until friends from college got married when I was like 23. All right. That makes sense. I, I really... Because we just... We didn't... Yeah, we didn't have anyone close to the family through all that time who was or like you know if they if there was a wedding my parents were invited right and so I had like a babysitter um what's the weirdest thing I have ever I've ever watched I mean uh, okay <laughs> I will I will be vague a little vague I I was present at a wedding where the man hired to do the music um he was he was hired as like a troubadour he was hired to like play the keys and the guitar and like use it as as he wished okay well Then he ended up being the troubadour basically for the entire reception, just playing little things on the keyboard. So there was no band and there was no DJ. It was just this dude making really, really bad decisions. Wow. And it was clear that the father was like, what have I done? Oh, no. And it was so painfully fucking awkward. <laughs> so painfully awkward. I would say the weirdest thing that I've witnessed, and, and a lot of this didn't apply for me, because these are definitely ceremonies that, like, um, are not customary for Jews. Mm. Oh! The weirdest fucking wedding I've ever been to! Okay, this is great. Yay. So when I worked for Gymboree... I worked with this really sweet fellow fat um, who named Melissa, and she was a Mormon from Utah, and she had converted to Orthodox Judaism. Okay. She would talk to me about her past as a Mormon, um, and she was like, she was like carrot redheaded and pale skinned and very, very Mormon looking. And then and then I I witnessed her transformation as she converted to Orthodox Judaism. And she was in love with and engaged to this Orthodox man. And the two of them like lived in Queens and like she was she was whole hog. And I was like, yes, welcome to the tribe. And She got married while we were still at uh, Jamboree together. And she invited me to her wedding. But it was for both of – and I was dating Andrew, so I brought Andrew. For both of us, it was our first Hasidic wedding. Okay. First and only. Sure. At least thus far. First and only Hasidic wedding. And – I didn't know what to expect and Andrew like read up on it and consulted some rabbis and was like what should we do? But Andrew did have a little bit more practice because he had studied under an orthodox rabbi. So he like knew oh, orthodox traditions and expectations a little bit more which like involve separating the sexes right. and like a lot of a lot of um a lot of traditions that don't carry down into like reform and conservative Judaism. So we get to this we get to this temple in queens and we park and we go inside and already we are the only we're not i was just gonna say we're the only gentiles we are not gentiles we're definitely the only two (laughs) reformed jews we're definitely Uh the only two non-hasids there and because you separate the sexes. I was like, Andrew, oh no, I need bye. your reference. And he's like, I'm sorry, as all of these Hasidic men with their payas and their and their tall hats are, like, stealing him to go dance in circles with them. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time before the actual wedding – wait, what did you do before the wedding? This was a very long time ago, so I'm not going to remember extraordinarily well. Mm-hmm. But I want to say before the wedding and then after the wedding again, you, all of the women – dance with the bride and there's a whole lot of the horror it's just constant horror um, and the same for the men with the groom and so I was like oh my god Melissa hi and she like straight up Orthodox she had a she had a collar that went all the way up to her non Adams apple she had long long sleeves and she was like oh my god I'm getting married it's a mitzvah and I was like good for you girl like, it wow. was the it was the best cognitive dissonance. It was so cool that she had chosen such a uh, a rigorously um, observant form of Judaism. I mean, I it was like, wow, seem like too like
1: too crazy of a shift from Mormonism to that, though, because you know Mormons have a so great many point. rules. Yeah, that
0: is an excellent point, right? For me, I'm like, oh my god, no. But yeah, for her, right? She was already Mormon,
1: yeah, for sure. So modesty is already a thing for them; they're used to the rules. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fascinating. You
0: can't are you wiggling again? This is two wiggles on one podcast. Was the f- <laughs> was the food good? No. No, the food, was, the food was because it was glot kosher. It was atrocious. Oh yeah, yeah. It was glott kosher. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was not a great. It was not a great time to be eating. Uh, <laughs> alas, um, it was not a great time to be eating. It was not. But I will say that her whole shul <laughs> of Hasidic women really just like scooped me up, folded me in. Uh-huh. I. Uh, and and like there's also there's another tradition where like the bride is sitting in like a receiving line, but I think it's before the wedding, mm-hmm. and she she gives you blessings. So almost like a oh wishing gosh, well. that so sweet because it's supposed to be like the most beautiful, pure, lucky day of her life. And so if you if you there's a lot of dog sounds happening. I know you're excited. He just sighed. He sighed on the floor. <laughs> I will take you downstairs in a minute. So um you're you're supposed to, like, make a... The bride will bless you. And mm-hmm. so there's a whole line of people waiting to go whisper to her. And then she whispers a blessing on you. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, my God, you're going to bless me. And she's like, uh-huh. And she said a prayer for me. And Andrew said something different to her. And the only time that Andrew and I were even in proximity was for the ceremony when we sat on opposite sides of, like, the rec room in the shul. Because it was it was very bare bones. We were... I mean, we it was basically in... In, yeah, like the like the VFW basement uh, mm. area of the shul. It was not in – it was not like at the Bima um, in a temple the way that, that ours right. was or the way that I've witnessed. Go on. I just remembered something. And uh, that was – I would definitely say that was the most unique wedding by far nice. that I have ever, 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 ever been to. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Yeah,
0: I, it was cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My friend, uh, I don't think she listens to this podcast, but she, she, I don't think she'd feel weird about me talking about this. So I had a friend who I actually met. Um, she was going to get married to one of our friends here. So she, she moved to New York to be with one of our friends. We'll call him Mark. Um, mm-hmm. And then they broke up and she moved away, but then she met a British guy. So she was like in another state, and then obviously British guy is in the UK. They were trying to find an easy place for all of their families to get to. So she was like, well, I'll just have the wedding in New York. Um, However, planning a wedding from far away is very, very difficult. And at the time, I I might have been working at Lush. Whatever I was doing, things were so frantic that I was not any help. And I was in Jersey. So, like, she wanted to do something in Brooklyn. And I was like, I can help you find someone to do your hair. But, like, I can't can't figure anything else out for you. So she wound up finding this, like, ecumenical church – that had like a lot of gay programs and stuff like that. And she'd only talked to the minister. I, I think it was a lesbian, a lady minister. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause she was there, but that's not who married her and uh, her husband. Um, so she had, she had secured the place for the wedding and she knew who she wanted to do the ceremony Because she used to, um, I'm going to mess up his name. So hang on a second. Let me go find it. Do, do, do. Oh, I, I remember Jay Baker, who is the son of Jim Jay and Tammy Faye Baker, um, did the ceremony. Now, Jay Baker is a lovely, sweet, tattooed dude who used to have church services at bars in Brooklyn. And I went with her to his church a couple of times. Um, He is kind of a nervous-y kind of person. Like, he's definitely not, like, this incredible public orator. But he was very sweet. And it was kind of fun to meet him and, like, hang out with him a little bit. And he did a great job on the ceremony. But when we got to the church, I think that we got there, like, oh, my gosh, like, an hour, maybe two hours before the ceremony, To, like, put up flowers and things like that. And when I tell you that there were, like, half-empty coffee cups and, oh, I don't know, a dead mouse. No one had cleaned this place for this girl. And she was – and, like I said, the minister was there. So, obviously, it's not the minister's job to clean the place. But I assume if you have rented through the person that you're talking to – you're supposed to hire somebody to clean the
0: place.
1: Oh, no. Oh, so we did our best, but, like, the sanctuary was kind of dark. I know that it wasn't my friend's ideal wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, and things didn't work out with that guy anyway. But it was definitely – she looked hot. She looked so beautiful. She had like blue streaks in her hair and had like this whole pin up thing going on and she wore these crazy blue, like vinyl high heels that smelled like blueberries. I don't know how oh you get shoes to God. smell like things. Um so you know at, at the end of the day everything turned out lovely. Uh but I will never forget walking into that sanctuary and just being like, how dare you rent a space to someone for their wedding Mm. and have it full of trash and dead mice. Like, I know it's New York. I know it's New York. I know you could find a dead mouse literally anywhere at any moment. (laughs) Such a bummer. Uh, Oh, I will say, though, for the um, the place that I got for their like rehearsal, they didn't really do a rehearsal, but like to get the families together was at La Mela, which is my favorite Italian restaurant in New York City. Where you do family style dining and someone comes around and sings things on a guitar, but um, not like the one that you were describing at the wedding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh no. He was. He was. He was really, really not good. Wait. So oh was man, it like that a was so awkward? Was yours like a guitar or like a guitar and a keyboard or like how was he? Maybe actually it was like a moving? guitar. Oh god. It's hard so to cool. remember because this was a wedding from like 2008. Okay. And so it was. A, it's been a long fucking time. Um. I will also say, so he was crazy. I, uh, f- the music, oh, the best music I've ever witnessed at a wedding, by and large, was my friend Ilana, which, good Lord, she just, she knows how to do, <laughs> she knows how to make anything just spectacular. I went to her wedding uh, like three years ago, I think, um, out in Brooklyn. she got married in brooklyn and she had two dress changes fine maybe and i don't i don't know what it is where she found it it's couture it's fucking beautiful alana's dress that in which she got married was this glorious little it was a mini dress Like a cupcake or, like, those clear umbrellas, the way that they bell out at the waist. And the – but it was, like, probably structured mesh. So Mm -hmm. let's say it was – yeah. And it was just covered in pearls of all sizes. Uh. And so you had this, like, mesh see-through umbrella skirt
1: That's amazing. Of
0: suspended pearls. And it was so arresting that when she she walked down the aisle, I gasped. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. It was so beautiful. So, so, so beautiful. So glorious. And then the dress that she changed into was also so beautiful. I think she had a reception dress and a wedding wedding dress. And the one that she got... The one that she had the ceremony in was that was that little Ugh. pearl mini dress that might have had a train. There might have been a bustle in a train. But the whole skirt really did hit like above her knee. It was so beautiful. Wow. So beautiful. And she and her husband hired this live band that was fucking killing it. And they opened they opened the reception with this incredible cover of Lovely Day. Oh my goodness! That's they so were rocking and rolling. And what was their name? I know we took it down. In fact, we t- we were like, "You guys do events of all kinds, right?" Just in case, because they were so good. Ah, uh, they were they were awesome. Ah, uh, I don't recall. I mean, Andrew might still have their card kicking around somewhere. But um, her wedding was the tits. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, it was so Uh, good. uh,
1: Yeah, Claire's Claire's wedding, the one that we just came back from, it was wonderful. Like, it was so great to meet all of Neil's family, and everything was so pretty. It was at this place um, in uh, Winter Park, Florida, which is just outside of Orlando, uh, called the Farmer's Market. And it's like a, like, I mean, kind of like a barn, um, but it's a venue. Like, it's definitely an events venue. Um, The food Mm -hmm. was delicious. Um, There were, like you know, really pretty Edison lights that were strung up on the inside and uh, so cute. And then the ceremony was outside with like a little archway. Um, Like it was just it was beautiful. Like they <laughs> they got um, they got a little cardboard cutout of themselves because they were like, everybody's going to want to take pictures with us, but maybe we won't get to everybody. So like <laughs> you can do the photo booth over here with our. Cardboard oh, cute. Cutouts. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> That's
0: clever and necessary. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was very cute. Um and no, but like everything everything was perfect. Um and I also want to uh the reason why I e- I even remembered that Claire was not our flower girl. My niece Ashley was our flower girl. She was a great deal younger than Claire at the time and Grace, my mother-in-law made made Ashley's flower girl dress out of the same fabric that my wedding dress was made out of.
0: Oh, um, but with like
1: a little sash, and I should also mention, I had my wedding gown made by um, my friend Diana, who's also made uh, such such wonderful things as my turkey costume for for my turducken act. Um, yes, uh, she's an absolute gem, and it was based off of. Uh, there's an episode of Firefly called Shindig, and every time I bring this up, people are like. Oh my gosh! Was it Kaylee's dress? Kaylee's dress is ridiculous uh, in that episode. It's very, very silly. I had mine based off of Inara's dress, which is like very, very elegant. For people who don't know, you can look up Inara's dress in Shindig if you're interested. Um, but uh, I couldn't find a wedding dress that I liked. Like, I did not want the typical like sweetheart neckline, strapless princessy thing. Um, but then I didn't know what I wanted and it turned out great.
0: Like, I love that dress. Yay. Yeah, your dress is beautiful. I absolutely looked your like dress a fucking beautiful. confection. You um did. I, I knew, and I knew from jump and that's the thing that pissed me off the most. I saw it, it was 2010 when I was looking. So I remember being online and being like, I want this dress and every single person Every single person was like, you know, you, you that's probably not the one you want. You definitely want to go try some on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, this is the dress. The, the, it looks like a cupcake turned yes. upside down. Yes. That's what I want. And they were like, no, no, you'll be surprised at what you like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. So I tried on like three dresses to just shut people up, uh-huh. none of which I liked because I've never been drawn to wedding dresses before. Mm -hmm. And then I tried on the cupcake, and it, of course, was the perfect dress for me. And they were like, oh, my God, it's perfect. I'm like, yeah, bitches, shut your fucking mouths. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. I knew it from jump. This is the one thing I was certain about. Oh, my goodness. Um, I will also say, and I might cut this, um, I will also say it's okay if your wedding memories uh, and experiences are really terrible. <laughs> Whatever that looks like yeah. for people. Um, uh, content warning, trigger warning, sexual assault. I disclosed with with you guys a few episodes back that I had been sexually assaulted. Uh, that, that was happening only days before my wedding. And... It was awful and the and it my wedding lives in a place of my heart that is really torn because in one in one way, it was like this beautiful breath of fresh air and this respite from what I had been going through and it felt like a second chance. And it was this beautiful day where uh, where I could not have felt more loved and supported by the people, by most of the people around me and by Andrew and then on the other I was like, I am broken I should not be here I am in trauma and also I was like being betrayed by people who were close to me at the same time and who were like present in the fucking room and making speeches uh. and you know like it's so, oh, it's It's okay if what you've gone through or if what you or if the memories that you've witnessed yours or other people's are um, complex or or just straight up shitty like that's okay. You're not alone. Yeah, we
1: make thank you. I'm I you know, I keep saying that there's got to be a better way to say this than like I'm sorry that this because that's not what I am. I'm not sorry about anything. My heart hurts for you. that 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 is the context in
0: which you had to experience your day. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Mine too, for sure. Um, I I can't undo that. It's very complicated. It's certainly something that I have felt um, more liberty to explore this year, and that's a huge uh, – that that's a that's a gift for me, and it is complex, and it is dreadful, and sad, and and awful. But it's also something that I carried so 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 privately all this time that I didn't even journal about for fear of I don't know for fear of somehow actualizing it again. Mm. That now there is there's uncomfortable truth, but there's a sense that there's freedom. There's freedom and strength and like real fucking shit happening and I feel so many ways about weddings because of that. I feel I feel the respite, I feel the the life raft that they can be in this in times of complete and utter despair and I also feel like oh my god there's so like the like like those like those inspirational posters of icebergs <laughs> and like <laughs> this is what you see and this is how big it actually is um yeah it's 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 wild and i <laughs> i'm so sorry to take us on like a severe jug handle no. for that, but i but i feel like Don't it's something that i always needed to hear because all we're fed about weddings is like, look how beautiful, look how special, look how blah, blah. Um, and that was not my experience. And if that's not been your experience, you're not alone. And, and there's nothing wrong with you. And- there's so much pressure. And it, 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 what
1: is ultimately – So my friend um, just broke down, like, what a date with him would be. Um, and he, cause he was trying to ask someone out without being like, let us date. Um, and he was like, I like to go on first dates. And by that, what I mean is getting dressed up, going out to a, a place to eat. That's not too loud. Like talking, asking strangers, relative strangers questions about themselves and really listening and like finding out about people and like possibly there's a kiss at the end. I'm, I'm riffing a bit on what he said, but that is, mm-hmm. you know, when you break down a wedding, Um, the actual wedding marriage part is only the business of the two people who are getting married and the person who's doing the the overseeing it. Like, otherwise, everything else is just a party. And or and or like the ceremony around it. It's whatever is important to those two people. So it can mean more people. It can mean something that's Ostentatious, but like this weird cycle that we have gotten ourselves put in, where like everything, everything has to be away. It uh, again, it seems like some bullshit made up by Hallmark and
0: all the other people who are profiting. Yeah, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Who is benefiting from you feeling this way? Exactly. Always the best question to ask. Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For fucking sure. Um,
1: I was also talking to someone about the recent cause Simone Biles pulled out of the of the Olympics because she was having some some mental issues. And she talked openly about it and she pulled out. And the person I was talking to was like, you'd think that she would have realized that before she got all the way to the Olympics. And I was like, that's it's, it's the same thing as people who get up to the night before their wedding. And they're like, no, I'm going to go through with this because all of these other people are expecting Mm. me to only instead of Simone disappointing, like some of her family and a few vendors, she felt like she probably, I don't, can't say what she was feeling. I can see her feeling. I can see anyone feeling like they wouldn't want to disappoint all of these people. So you try, and then when you're like, oh, wait, can't do. (laughs) Have to go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, we are such squishy flesh
0: bags, and we can only do so many things. I feel very, um, (laughs) I I can't fathom anyone who, who wants to shame her for that. I really can't. But I will also say that Simone Biles, um, and, and just gymnasts in general, <laughs> It's a weird thing to say, mean a lot to me because I did a short film based on the Larry Nassar trials. Whoa. I did this beautiful short film called Pizza Party. In fact, it's a... a yay, this... Mm, the upcoming week for us, which is the first week in August, it um it's going to be at a festival called Bentonville Film Festival, which is like renowned for really touching, poignant, moving, beautiful stories told by women. Oh, I had no idea that that's what that was about. That's what pizza party is about. Pizza wow. party is about the night before, the night before these women are going to before. To to state their testimonies, Um, and I think what actually happened is that because he took a plea bargain or something, he didn't have to actually stand trial. Yeah, but what they arranged was for anyone who wanted to come forward and sit in the witness stand and address him directly, that they could. And so, oh, so he did have to sit there. He did. He absolutely Good. did. it just wasn't you know quote unquote evidence like mm. he had already pled guilty, and so this was like part of his fucking punishment. How dare you have victimized wow. um hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of girls over the over your whole career and like he was an he is an abhorrent human being um. I know there there's um there's this incredible short series on it through NPR. NPR podcasts, this is my recommendation. It's a sad recommendation, but it's a good one. NPR Podcasts produced something called Believed. And here is the log line. How did Larry Nassar, an Olympic gymnastics doctor, get away with abusing hundreds of women and girls for two decades? Believed is an inside look at how a team of women won a conviction in one of the largest serial sexual abuse cases in U.S. history. It's a story of survivors finding their power in a cultural moment when people are coming to understand how important that is, It's also an unnerving exploration of how even well-meaning adults can fail to believe. Wow. It's so good. It's so horrible, so good, so important. And Pizza Party is specifically about this sort of imagined, but very much based on this group of women. The imagined scenario where all of these women are coming together under the leaders of their group the night before they all stick it to him on the witness stand. Wow. And, um, I did the, I star in this film, um, and, uh, and the filmmaker Tessa Slovis, whom I adore so much, she and I met in LA and we had really intimate talks about this and how much this meant to her. And I had not yet, um, I had not yet come out as a survivor and I still had not by the time we filmed this. But I will tell you that listening to this podcast and going through the story of that film and being able to drama therapy, being able to actualize something in a character that I was not yet ready to own for myself, that I was not yet ready to address myself, um, was so important for me. And so I kept these gymnasts very close and I felt a ton of kinship with them that their stories mean a lot to me. And so for her, ultimately for her to have made the decision that she made to take care of who she is as a human being in the wake of what her career is built on. Mm-hmm. Yes, you take care of every inch of you who the fuck cares and like I also loved black um academics um black female academics taking it down like um excuse me you want America to redeem itself again yet again on the backs of black women mm-hmm. shut your fucking faces America sucks always has but especially the fuck now right <laughs> sit your asses down yeah we aren't doing shit for you mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Ooh, God, heavy. God, heavy, heavy. I love you. I love you. I'm Jen Fonten. I'm Lillian Bussell. <laughs> this has been all the fucks.
1: <laughs> I keep thinking we're going to run out of them. Never. Apparently Not never. That.
0: Mm-mm. Nope, they just keep coming and coming. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, fuck buddies. We love you. We've missed you. Um, oh, we wish you. We wish you wealth and health and well being and peace and happiness and um, something being... something borrowed and something blue. <laughs> something borrowed, something blue. Yeah, I'm thinking about ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm think- I'm. I'm wondering if I should go all out purple again, or if I should go back to blue. What you thinking? With your hair, I like the purple. Yes. I like the purple too. Mm-hmm. I was definitely leaning towards purple, especially because purple comes out in a very natural way, as opposed to like washing out ultimately greenish. Green. and then I have to like. Then I have to reverse it with magenta, which is fine, but I have to be in the mood for magenta. <laughs> I hear that. You hear that. I love you so much. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.